Hello, my name is Katie, and this is the Truth For Your 20s podcast, and this is a new season of the podcast. I usually take a break over the summer, and this is us coming back with new episodes, and today is just me, your pal Katie, a solo episode talking about living with roommates. If you clicked on this episode, you probably have had a tricky situation, or maybe you just moved into a new place, a new apartment, have a new situation and want to make sure you do this thing well, <laughs> uh, I commend you. I myself have dealt with amazing roommates, not so amazing roommates, and I've learned a lot along the way. So we're going to talk about it. If you are in your 20s hoping there is more to life than boys and Bacardi, you are in the right place. Katie Ballmer has been a keynote speaker to over 60 colleges nationwide, encouraging 20-somethings to realize their worth, find their calling, and not date dirtbags. But seriously, Katie is an author, viral TikTok creator, wife, mom of two girls, and your adopted aunt that you never knew how bad you needed. Ready to have some real conversation tackling the hottest topics? This is the Truth For Your 20s podcast. Hey friends, I hope you had a good summer. I know we did. Um, just pulling back the curtain and letting you in on some of our real life. We just had such a sweet summer. I am really just treasuring this time with our girls getting older and, and truly treasuring like who they're becoming and this, like they're no longer babies, but they're not yet adults and watching them become who they're going to be and choosing their friends. It's just a, a much sweeter season than I anticipated. So really just try to t- kind of take a step back from a lot of things I normally do and really savor this. And, and I really enjoyed it. And I hope that, I don't know, that that speaks to you, that maybe you're in a season or maybe an upcoming season or whatever it is, like, it's okay. Like I'm all about, you know, hustle when you need to chase after the big things. And sometimes also just take a step back and, and savor the moments. But we, we've had so much fun. There is a bargain store near us. <laughs> And it is where Amazon returns end up. And so my mom who lives close by and myself and our girls would go almost every Wednesday. So the way it works, is like $12 a day to $8 to $4 all the way down to 50 cent day, which is on Wednesdays. And we would go and we would get all kinds of random fun stuff, but like really good stuff. We would find shoes and tumblers that you put your coffee in and gel eye mask because why not? And just some random stuff. And that was just like a fun thing for us to do on our Wednesdays. Anyway, so we've had a, a lovely little summer and now our kids are back in school, starting all the things full swing. We're in volleyball and cross country. And, you know, Brian and I are running the kids to every, every, all the places, but it's just, you know, there really is seasons to life. And I think about how we were kind of slowed down and savoring our summer versus now like, you know, full steam ahead. But anyway, I hope that that encourages maybe some of you because you might find yourself in one or one of those seasons, but switching to the topic of today, living with roommates. Again, I know this is so applicable and um, I've listened to a book recently that had a lot to say about this. And so I want to just unpack some things that might help you if you find yourself in, in a difficult roommate situation. I want to first like say, I'm not talking to you if you feel endangered. <laughs> if you feel endangered, that's a different conversation. Something that needs to be done. Um, obviously, if you have a great roommate, that's amazing too. And this necessarily is for this content is mostly going to be for people who find themselves in a difficult roommate situation and, or giving you tools to make a not great situation better, or maybe it's just like good, but it could be better. So with that being said, I just want to talk first, like if you, well, I'll just share my own story. So my roommates, my, um, when I had just graduated actually, so I was already out of college, but kind of that in between stage of 
not in college, but not married. I had two wonderful roommates who I'm still friends with to this day. Fun fact, we actually went to New York together in 2019 before the pandemic. We did not realize how good of our timing that was, but those girls, especially one of them, bridesmaid in my wedding, like thick as thieves, been friends for a lifetime. I hope to continue to be friends for a lifetime. And and so obviously, you know, encouragement, if you haven't had that yet <laughs> or haven't had a great roommate, it can happen because my sophomore year self would have told you that, I'm sorry, it was my junior year, would have told you, oh my gosh, that can never happen because I had a really rough situation. Um, actually living at the sorority house, ugh, we, um, we would leave notes on the dry erase board to each other. Like we wouldn't even talk to each other. It was so, it was so childish looking back. And I honestly could not even remember, like we didn't have a fallen out. It was just, we just did not want to talk to each other and it was stupid and whatever. Um, but it was very, when we shared a bunk, we shared a bunk bed and we did not even talk to each other. To be clear, I loved living at the sorority house. I had 16 total quote roommates and, you know, always had a friend to do something with. I, it was a wonderful experience as a whole. It was just the person that I shared an actual room with who we just didn't talk and I'm sure, you know, looking back, I had fault in this as well. It wasn't like she was a bad person. We just were immature and didn't talk and didn't have some of the tools that I want to talk about today that probably would have helped the situation and at least help help us to have like healthy conversations and be cordial to each other instead of just ignoring each other. It was just stupid. But anyways, what I did not know is what I want to unpack for you today. And that first is get curious about them. And here's what I mean. So say, for example, you have a roommate who is messy. What, you know, this is a typical, like annoying thing when you have a roommate that you're not getting along with. They always leave their dishes in the sink. They're messy, whatever, whatever. One thing that is really helpful in any conflict situation, this is this Actually, a lot of this information is really good for like an annoying coworker. Um, even can be healthy when your spouse, you are going to be in a relationship with other humans and spoiler, they're going to be annoying, right? Uh, and you know, didn't mean to brush your bubble, but you're going to, you are annoying too. I'm sorry. Everyone is but me. Just kidding. Just kidding. We're all, we're all annoying. And a way to kind of combat that or bring some walls down, so to speak, is to get curious about them. Like I said, I read about this in a book and it was like, Ah, this really interesting revelation, if you will, because when you get curious about the other person, you start to think, I wonder what they were like as a child. I wonder why they don't value cleaning up their dishes. I wonder, you know, did their mama do everything for them? That will hopefully kind of just help you understand where this person is coming from. More than likely, people we're in everyday life with, they're not ill intent that, you know, your person, your roommate is not going to be like, ha I'm going to leave my cereal bowl in the sink and I'll show them. And I'm, you know, no one's meanly or ill intently, <laughs> ill intently leaving dishes in the sink or their socks on the floor or whatever. People are just lazy. People are just not thinking, right? But when you get curious about them, it doesn't excuse it or make it okay, but it just helps you. It kind of brings that guard down of like, they're not Satan. <laughs> they just probably had older siblings who babied them. Maybe they had, maybe they were an only child. Maybe they just haven't learned that yet. You know, especially if you were living on your own for the first time. I know I learned that I was a lot cleaner than I thought it was. My mom was always shocked when she came over to my apartment because my high school self and my living on my own college self were different people because I valued cleanliness because I was like, this was my own space, right? 
Um, but not everyone's like that. And that's okay. You know, I, I'm certainly, I've kind of ebbed and flowed from different valuing of cleanliness than others. You know, when we had new little babies, I'm like, just keep everyone alive. I don't care if the house is clean or not. You know, there's just different seasons. But anyway, getting curious about them. I feel like if you can just kind of take that one nugget, that's like the first and most important. It really helps you unpack and understand the person behind the roommate. You know, we, we, we tend to think, oh, their actions, they're being this, they're being that. But really there is a child, there is a, a son, a daughter, there is a human behind this. And almost always it's not ill intent. They're just behaving this way for whatever reason. Um, another big thing that's really helped me when it comes to conflict or difficult situations. And again, I'm thinking how much a lot of this content applies to coworkers. So, um, maybe just something to consider if you ever deal with a difficult coworker, because I've certainly been there as well. And that is making light of the heavy stuff. Now, again, I'm, I'm painting with a broad brush here. There are some topics that maybe need to be addressed more seriously than others, but a lot of times you can make light of the heavy stuff. And here's an example. Um, my old coworker actually taught me this. So this is a good example of, of how this relates to having coworkers. But I remember the, my first job in advertising, there was three of us in this like one big open room. So we didn't have like doors shut to our offices. It was just like one, our desks were all set up in this one open room. And our boss was, she, she had an open door, but she had a, an ability to shut her door, but we were all kind of right there together. We could all hear each other. It wasn't a very big area. And if someone was smacking their gum or tapping their pen, it would get annoying, right? Well, at the time, my, you know, fresh out of college self would just internalize. So for example, another coworker sitting there tapping their pen, driving me insane. I would sit there and loathe over it and fume and be like, I could, don't they realize how annoying they're being? Don't they realize how disrespectful we're all in this room? We're all trying to get work done and they're tapping their pen. They're driving me insane. You know, I'm overthinking, like, do I have a talk with them? I'm making it to be a bigger deal than it needs to be. When another coworker who I said taught me this lesson, she would just say, she would turn to, we'll call the pen tapping coworker, Ellen. <laughs> she goes, Ellen, I'm going to need you to stop. I'm going <laughs> to, let me start over. Ellen, I'm going to need you to stop tapping your pen. That's really annoying. She would just say it and just say it kind of funny and say it like directly. And it was kind of like, okay. You know, she didn't even realize she was doing it. And she just said the dang thing. And it was like, oh my gosh, <laughs> I'm sitting over here observing this simple little interaction which was taking way too much mental energy from my brain. And friend coworker turns to Ellen and says, Ellen, I'm going to need you to stop tapping your pen. That is so annoying. I'm like, wowza, that was huge. Because what I learned from that, I think that is so sometimes, you know, again, depending on the situation, you could talk to your roommate and making light of the situation. Let's say you have a roommate named Emily. You get home one afternoon and you see her cereal bowl in the sink. You're like, Emily, clean your cereal bowl. Oh my gosh, it's so annoying. Like, what have you just said that? And I mean, it doesn't have to be this long drawn out, like, oh my gosh, tears thing. It's just, I've heard it say clarity is kindness. Emily is not leaving her cereal bowl. This is, <laughs> this analogy keeps coming out to be a mean and indicative person. She's just not thinking she's in a rush and give her grace because she might've woke up late because she was studying and she had to get out the door to get to class. You probably do the same thing in different ways, right? And so- like deciding which battles to fight, which I'll get into in a second, but 
what what I want you to take away from that is sometimes you can make light of the heavy stuff and it's, I just say, practice it, like practice it with a good friend. You know, uh, I'm going to need you to text me back in a reasonable amount of time because it's been three days since I heard from you and I'm worried that you're dead. You know, <laughs> that could just be a funny, lighthearted, but I need you to listen to me kind of conversation. So two big things we've talked about so far are get curious about them, make light of the heavy stuff. If you are not already using and loving Liquid IV, let me just rock your world for a little bit. I know me personally, I would get overheated very easily and people say, well, you need to drink water or whatever. Like I get it, but I I couldn't drink enough. I would get constantly get headaches and find myself depleted until I discovered Liquid IV. I literally use it as my coffee every morning. There is a pineapple flavor that has energy with it as well. There's something that doesn't have caffeine. You can get multiple flavors, but I love the energy kind. I drink it every morning, add a little collagen powder to it. It is, it's like my life changer. I love this stuff so much and I'm so excited to share with you. They are offering my listeners a discount code of 20% off, which is so kind and so generous. I'm so excited about it. All you have to do is go to liquidiv.com and use promo code TRUTH at checkout. That is 20% off anything. So you can get the pineapple, the energy drink, the regular kind of watermelon is also a personal favorite at our house. My kids love that one. So that's 20% off anything you order when you shop better hydration today by using promo code TRUTH at liquidiv.com. And moving on, let's talk about choosing your battles. I'm sure you probably heard this. This is important. And so applicable with roommates. And again, this might be your first experience dealing with someone, living with someone you're not related to, right? Or living with someone who's more difficult to live with than your previous roommate. It's definitely possible. And encouraging you to choose your battles. So there are things that value, that you may value more than others. If you super value a clean kitchen, communicate that. You can't get mad at them if they leave the kitchen dirty and you haven't even communicated to you why that's important to you or why that matters. And if having a super clean kitchen is super important to you, what if you said, Hey, first of all, communicate it. This is really important to me because growing up my kitchen was messy and I really want a kitchen that's really clean. Whatever your reasoning is, it's really important for me to have a clean kitchen. I know that's not your thing and that's okay. I don't want to, you can't, force them to have your same convictions. So what if, for example, I know you don't like this, you cleaned their dishes sometimes, okay? This is a conversation. This isn't something you just like do begrudgingly. Hey, having a clean kitchen is really important to me. I don't mind cleaning your dishes if you don't mind fill in the blank. Something something that you loathe, folding the laundry, uh, I don't know, getting the mail, paying the water bill on time. Obviously you pay your portion, whatever it is. This is a roommate. This is a shared responsibility of a household. And sometimes people take on different chores, different tasks. There's no wrong or right answer here, but just pointing out that like what you value in housekeeping, in a home, whatever is probably not going to be the same as the person you're living with. Again, very important to understand for being married one day. Also important if you are newly married and living with your spouse, what your spouse valued growing up cleanliness wise, you know, what the chores were, what the expectations were in a household are probably not going to be the same for you. Another thing to point out is if they, this is especially, I heard this as a relationship advice. This is so important. So I, I don't, I wouldn't say this out loud, but in my mind, I expected, and that's where you get in trouble. I expected that my husband would 
do mow the lawn. I expected that he would keep the finances straight, like pay our bills and stuff like that. There was some expectations that I had. And so if he does those things, then he's at ground zero. You know what I mean? Like he, he didn't do anything extra. He just did what I expected, which is not really fair because I mean, he still did all of that work and I'm just like, well, yeah, that's what you're supposed to do. That's where you get into trouble and not appreciating. I'm talking about relationships here specifically, but it also applies to roommates. Like if they do what you quote expect, <laughs> but you never communicate that, then that's kind of not fair because they're, they're doing all this work and you're like, well, yeah, that's what you're supposed to do. But not every roommate does A, B, and C. So these are just conversations, things you need to think about, especially, you know, again, as we go into dating or getting married, people go into relationships with different expectations based on their childhood. And those expectations are often not communicated, which is a recipe for trouble. Okay. Now let's say you and your roommate have just got into it. You have had a huge fight. Like things are not good. You are listening to this episode because you're like, Katie, but you don't understand. If you heard my story, you would know they are the absolute worst. Now, I remember I said at the beginning, if you feel in danger, that's a different conversation, but this is a not (laughs) life-threatening situation. This is just a real pain in the butt roommate. I want you to hear that even if I were to hear your story, even if you showed me, oh man, like A, B, and C, listen to this story, listen to this story, and you convinced me they are just the worst, the worst, the worst. (laughs) What do you win in this situation? Like there are no prizes for having the worst roommate, right? Um, Again, if you are safe and there is not a way to get out of this, even if there could or should be, you still have to live with them. (laughs) And the encouragement, which is not going to feel like encouragement, but I promise that it is, trials make us stronger. I know, I know you don't want to hear it. I know it's frustrating. I know you wish you had a magic wand and you could give them a new address and keys and you could, they could get out of the way tomorrow. But in some situations, you might have to live with a difficult human. But the good news, like I said, is will make you stronger. Paul says to take joy when you face trials because the trials develop perseverance. I know it's not what you want to hear, but by golly, look at people, you know, people who have never faced anything difficult in their life. They're brats, (laughs) but you also know people who have overcome hardships, who have gotten through difficult situations and come out the other side stronger and you love them. You want to buy their books. You want to sit next to them in class. They are amazing people. Maybe this is a trial that is making you a more amazing person. I know no one likes to go through trials, but I promise if you can find the good, find the perseverance, find the fire, you know, there's no refining without a fire, which hurts, which is hot, which is painful. And I'm preaching to myself too, because I I don't like trials. (laughs) Nobody does, but I promise this might be something that's refining you. And another way to look at this is you can either get angry and resentful and mad, or you can just laugh. You know, (laughs) if you're in a difficult situation, sometimes there are things to just laugh about. You know, you've heard it said, I don't know whether to laugh or cry. Maybe you can just laugh. Maybe you're like, you know, we've made light of the conversation and I've asked them to stop leaving their dirty laundry in the middle of the floor. So every time I come into the apartment, I smell their stink. 
We have talked about it. I've cleaned it up for them, you know, blue in the face. We've had this conversation and they still do it. And you walk in the apartment and you see their stinky laundry. You know, sometimes you can just laugh. This is, this is not going to kill you. (laughs) It's going to make you stronger, whether you like it or not. And, you know, ultimately when this lease ends, you're probably not going to be in touch. You're probably just going to move on and that's okay. This is a season to make the best of this, to learn what you can in this season. I know you can't wait till, you know, this lease is over or whatever it is, but there is a lesson here and I don't want you to miss it. You know, I've heard it say that, um, it's just a phase. Yeah, it probably is just a phase, but don't miss it. Don't miss it. There is something to be learned here. And it might, like I said, probably isn't all sunshine and roses, but there is something to be learned here. Another thing that you may not want to hear is to buy them their favorite latte. Here's what I mean. I was taught this actually by a college student, one of my interns, wonderful young lady. She was a new Christian. And so a lot of her roommates were girls that she partied with and, you know, lived her wildlife with and became a Christian and was like, you know, still love these girls, but I just have a different desires now. I want to do things that are different on a Friday night. And it was a little bit of an awkward transition. I don't know if you heard my story that um, most common people have very kind roommates. Most people are very supportive. Like um, on my story, I shared that happened to me as well. And my roommate said, I just want to let you know, I see the changes in you and I'm proud of you. And that happened mostly with her roommates. They were supportive, but there was still this little bit of like, do I invite you to the bar? I don't think you want to go like a weird kind of situation. But what my intern did that was so inspiring to me that I'm sharing with you here. She just a few times went and bought her roommate, her favorite latte. No reason, just because. And it was just such a sweet, like, I'm not mad at you. I still love you. You know, we are friends. Like, I know things are a little bit different, but I, I love you. And I just want to show you that by buying your favorite coffee. I'm sorry. You can hear my puppy. (laughs) She is almost six months old and we are at the stage where I want to sell her on eBay for 50 cents. My mother-in-law says that babies and puppies are cute, which is the only way they survived to adulthood. (laughs) So true. But anyway, anyway, back to the buying your favorite coffee thing. That's regardless of like faith changes or just whatever. Maybe you are the roommate who keeps leaving your dishes in the sink or the laundry on the floor or whatever. Everyone loves to be thought of. Everyone loves a little Venmo treat or to be brought their favorite coffee or something like that. So sometimes you can be the bigger person whether there's a disagreement or whatever, and just here, I thought of you picking up something when you go to the store, their favorite chips or whatever. If you live with someone, you know, these things about them, right? And just what a blessing. So I think ultimately when it comes to difficult situations or fights or disagreements or whatever, you give the opportunity and that's what it is. It's an opportunity. It's a trial to be the bigger person, to show a little example of how Jesus would react in this situation. I understand this is easier said than done, but I think the best way to unpack this and to kind of sum this all up is what story do you want to tell? One of my favorite authors, pastors is Andy Stanley, and he wrote a book called Better Decisions, Fewer Regrets. And often in that book, he asks, what story do you want to tell? So when it comes to this roommate situation, you know, you're either going to end your lease kicking and screaming and hating and never talking to each other, 
you're going to end telling a story of how you didn't talk for three months because of a laundry situation, a forgotten water bill, or whatever it may be with a roommate. And then you brought him a coffee and it opened the door and you started a conversation. Like you are writing stories. You're writing a story. And what story do you want that to be? Because ultimately, like I just shared with you, you're going to be telling a story one day, you know, just like I'm sharing with the story of my roommates. I had friends who ultimately became bridesmaids, who became girls trip friends. When we were in our forties, we got to go to New York together. And then I have the embarrassing story of a friend that I never, I can't even remember why we fought yet. We ignored each other for at least an entire semester, if not longer. I mean, how childish, how dumb. And I'm sure now if we were to run into each other, we live in completely different towns. We would have been like, you know, Hey, how you doing? How's life? Like that was so trivial at the time. It seemed so big. And I wish I would have gone back and, you know, told myself like, what do you win in a relationship by being right? You know what I mean? Like, even if I were to be like, Oh yes, you are right. You are the cleaner roommate. You are better. You are more responsible cool, but what are you going to win? And instead the win is the relationship. The win is honoring each other. The win is getting curious about who this person is and, and how you can best live together. You know, this is all what we're trying to do is just get along and do this thing called life. Well, And, you know, again, I know it's not all easy. I know that there are some difficult humans out there. Um, but sometimes we got to look in the mirror and be like, how am I difficult? Right. And how can I best serve, honor, and love, and show up and just be kind to this person that I share an address with? And if all else fails, because I get it, we're all human. And even if you're trying this, it is also good to have a trusted friend you can vent to. (laughs) Maybe another friend who obviously doesn't live with you because that can get tricky, but someone outside of it, an unbiased third party who can just listen with love and let you like, I can't believe they did this again. It's okay. We are all human and I get it. And sometimes it's good just to get it off your chest, but I hope that these tools give you wisdom to get curious about your roommates, to just make light of heavy stuff, to honor the relationship over the win, over being right. Remember that the trials make us stronger try and strive to be the bigger person in these situations, maybe buy them their favorite latte. And if you need to have a friend you can vent to. So that's everything summed up. Hey, I'm excited you're here. We are back with some amazing guests. I've been recording a little bit over the summer. I have Christian Bevere coming up. If you don't follow her on the internet, you definitely should. Riley with Courage, just some really I'm just excited to hang out with these people. (laughs) I know you're going to love what they have to say. So a lot of great episodes are coming down the pipes. I release every Tuesday. If you aren't subscribed, I would love it if you would do that. That really helps it show up when we have a new episode in your notifications. And also, please, 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 as I ask on every episode, leave a review on iTunes and or Spotify. It helps other girls find us. Podcasts, if you don't know, is really the only still organic, if you will, things out there. Like podcasts don't go viral. They really just rely on sharing them with your friends or posting on social media. So 
If this episode or any other previous episode was helpful for you, it would mean the world to me if you would take a screenshot and share it on your social. If you tag me, I'm at Katie Wilmer Life. I will also share it, give you a thank you because you are the ones who help this podcast to grow. Thank you so much for being here. Make sure you tune in next Tuesday with new episodes. And I hope that you have lovely roommates and can work through some trials if you have them. And I hope today you gain some truths for your 20s.